All right, we're back. I'm Wayne. And I'm Steve. This is the Across the Tracks podcast, episode seven. And we're listening to the folks who comment on the show and provide us feedback. And tonight we're going to be continuing the subject that we talked about last week. And we're going to keep it on the music tip. This week we're going to be talking about slow jams. Valentine's Day is coming up here in a few days. So we're going to talk about slow jams, um, you know, our view on specific songs, etc. But before we get into that, a couple of music-centric things I want to mention. One of the great voices... Female singers, I think, uh, and I, I don't want to say of all time, but she's one of the greatest female singers that I have ever heard. Tomorrow will be the seventh year anniversary of her passing. That is the late, great Whitney Houston. Put out a lot of great music that will stand the test of time. She passed away February 11, 2012, right before the Grammys or the, the night of the Grammys. She passed away. So seven years tomorrow, uh, the anniversary of her passing. Also want to mention the passing this week, February, last week, rather, February the 7th. Lonnie Simmons passed away, and and you may be wondering, who the heck is Lonnie Simmons? Well, Lonnie Simmons was a record producer, owned a record label. The name of that record label was Total Experience. And two of the artists that he signed to that label brought us some fantastic music uh, throughout the 70s and the 80s. One of the artists he signed was a duet called Yarbrough and Peoples. They had a huge hit back in the 70s called Don't Stop the Music. That song, uh, plenty parties, we jammed out to that song. It was a great song. The other group that he signed were two, three brothers, Tulsa, Oklahoma, last name Wilson. One of them is still going strong today. That's Charlie Wilson. Everybody calls him Uncle Charlie. But the group that Lonnie signed was the Gap Band. And the Gap Band brought us hit after hit after hit in the 70s and the 80s. So I want to recognize Lonnie Simmons uh, for the great uh, music that he brought us. Uh, Blessings to his family. And uh, we will always be listening to, we'll always cherish uh, the music from the Gap Band, Yarborough Peoples, and Charlie Wilson. If you've never been to a Charlie Wilson concert, you have to go see Charlie Wilson. He puts on a dynamic show. He not only does his stuff, but he also dips back and does a lot of the Gap Band songs because he right. wrote a lot of those songs. So, heck of a concert. Uh, but blessings to Lonnie Wilson and his family, Lonnie Simmons and his family. So, tonight we're talking about slow jams. Uh, whether they were back in the day or whether they're current, you know, what, what's what's our take on slow jams? Again, we received some feedback to continue our music discussion that we had last week. And one of the things that came across my desk uh, last week was the top 100 songs for Valentine's Day, slow songs. And as I look through the list, I'm like, OK, some of these are pretty good. Some of them I don't agree with. And then there are some artists are not on this list at all. And they've got some dynamic slow cuts uh, that we listen to and and I still listen to this day. So we're going to kick it off by talking about the number one song that's on this list. The number one song on the list is by Luther Vandross. And Luther has a lot of great slow songs. Luther is one of those voices that will stand the test of time. Probably one of the greatest voices I have ever heard. But the number one song on this list is A House Is Not A Home. Great song. I love this song. It was off his Never Too Much album, the first album uh, Luther Luther kicked off with. 
I was stationed at uh, Shepherd Air Force Base, Wichita Falls, Texas, when this album came out. And I uh, listened to this album, you know, time and time again, living in the dorm. But uh, A House is Not a Home, it's a slow song, yes. But it's not one of those slow songs that I think is great for dancing. This is more of a setting your, you know, chilling somewhere, listening, and Luther's in the background, and this song is playing. That That's what I get out of this song. Great song, but I don't think it's a slow jam for dancing. So uh, what what do you think? What's your opinion of it? I, I, <laughs> I agree with that opinion. It is a great song. The lyrics are great. It's just a little bit too slow to dance to. Getting that on the uh, dance floor, it seems like is this song ever going to end because the melody and the rhythm is just too slow. But and when you're just sitting and listening to um, uh, music, it's it's a wonderful song. It's perfect. It's perfect for that. Should it be the top? No, I don't think so. But that's my opinion. Other people may think something else. But just a listening song, it is one of the greatest just listening to a love song with no question to that. Absolutely. So as I, as I sift through the list, last week we, we were talking, I think you mentioned uh, on your playlist, you had a lot of blue-eyed soul, i.e. Robert Palmer, Boz Skaggs. And one of the groups you mentioned who I love dearly is Hall & Oates. Oh, yeah. Hall & Oates make the list. They have a track at number 50. And to me, this is a great slow dance song. I remember dancing to this song back in the day, played the hell out of it when I was DJing. But that's Let me Sarah, guess. Sarah Smile. Ah, oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Sarah yeah. Smile. I mean, this is a classic. And, uh, you know, the thing about us, you know, the thing about, you know, I'm just going to say the thing about black folks. If music is good, we're going to jam it. And this song, this song, just like everybody was playing this song, the the the, the rhythm track, the voice of Daryl Hall. I mean, this song is a classic. I think it was still it still could jam today. If you put this song on, people would come to the dance floor and dance to this song. Well, you know what? Thing that all you have to do is play the opening guitar riff. Yes. <laughs> the, the first five seconds of the song. Well, actually, the first two seconds of the song, and you know what the song is. Absolutely. That's how that's how powerful it, it, it was. And, you know, uh, the first time that I heard this song, I was over at uh, Darling Buckner's house, and it came on the radio, and I said, who is that? And she says... That's a couple of white guys. I said, what? You got to be kidding me. Because they were they were jamming. I said, Sarah, smile. Holland yeah. Oates, never heard of them before. Yeah. But it was an instant hit. It was an instant slow jam that you could dance to. No questions about it. Yeah. You can get real close to your lady on Sarah's smile. <laughs> Yeah, and, and, and since we're talking about Hall & Oates, they had another track. It's not on this list, but I want to throw this one out. They did a remake of an old Tavares cut, uh, She's Gone. 
Oh yeah, and that one, that one was tight too, man. Uh, Hall and Oates, they get love on all the R&B oldie station to this day, and it's primarily because of those two songs. But Sarah Smile comes in at number fifty uh, on this list for the greatest uh, hundred best songs for Valentine's Day. I think they should be higher than number 50. I agree with that. Uh, they should be way higher than number 50. So yeah. uh, Blue-Eyed Soul at its finest, Hall and Oates, Sarah Smile. Mm-hmm. Number 57 on the list. And you'll remember this one because I think everybody will probably share the same story about this song. The song is Cause I Love You by Lenny Williams. What do you think of that <laughs> song? <laughs> <laughs> it's hmm. Well, the only thing I can say is that whoo wee it's, it's it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. I'll say that one more time. That song is hot. And if you're anywhere near a female, it's even hotter. Yeah. It's yeah, an awesome song. Yeah, that that that's it's another long track. And uh I mean Lenny just man and people said, you know, Lenny was begging on this song. Yeah. <laughs> Lenny was begging on that song, but uh you could I mean you you could relate to that song. I mean, mm-hmm. the lyrics of that song, you know, he was so depressed about you know this this woman, you know, leaving him, you know, man, I went home and I watched television till television went off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I watched television till television went off. And we can relate to that because back we remember, hey, television. Back in the days, television did go off. It used to go off. But that is a classic. Uh, Steel Jams on uh, the all the old school R&B station. That is a classic. Mm-hmm. It's number 57 on this list. Again, I think yeah. it should be higher. Yeah, I think yeah. It should be a little higher. I'm not saying, you know, again, Sarah Smile should be higher. But I think Lenny should probably be maybe in the top 20. So <laughs> He should be in the top 20. You know, he's at 57 on the list. That's some so, more of a listening song, a lot, a lot yeah. like a uh, Luther song. Yeah, whoever. But put, it was hot. Yeah, there. Yeah, whoever put this list together, I, I don't agree with it. There is a song that's not on this list. Takes us back to growing up uh, in E Town there, uh, and we were, I think, at the time we were probably uh, at E Town High. We we're probably freshmen or sophomores. We we might have been juniors. I don't know. But when I say the name of this song, I, I want to see how far it takes you back. The name of the song, name of the group, rather, was The Brighter Side of Darkness. And the name of the song was Love Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your take on that song. <laughs> That's that we talked about. You know, having parties at Helen Paris's house, right? Yes. <laughs> that song always played. Yes. <laughs> at Helen, uh, yeah, Love Jones. It's all these songs are classics for us because they're old, but yeah. they're relevant today. Yes. And uh, so goes with Love Jones. It's uh, it, it was it is one that you could dance to. Yeah. Absolutely. And. Everything that that's kind of slow, and when we talk about house house parties, uh, 
we would we would slow jam on those things, you know. But Love Jones was definitely one. How about you? Oh yeah, Love Jones. You know, there were people that used to use the lyrics out of Love Jones you know, <laughs> to put in letters and everything to send to certain girls. You know, you know, I'm sitting in class. We had a test. Mr. The teacher passed out the paper. I know I failed because the only thing on the paper was my name. I mean, name. <laughs> people utilize that, man, put in letters. But that song is you a You didn't class. use it as a line, did you? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't use it, but I know, I know guys that did. I know guys yeah. that did. But uh, that song is a stone cold classic. And every now and then I'll hear it. I mean, in fact, it's on my iPod. I, I have it on my iPod. And every now and then it'll come up in the rotation. And it just takes you back, like you said, to the house parties. And, you know, that song would play. And uh, you probably remember, man, certain songs would come on and you were like, oh, let me go find somebody to dance with, <laughs> you know. Yep. You'd have to scope out to try to find somebody to dance with. That was one of those songs that when Love Jones came on, you had to go find somebody to dance with. So it's not on the list. I think it should be on the list, but it did not make the cut. Another group that didn't make the cut of this list coming up a little bit into the 80s is Jodeci. There is no Jodeci on this list. I can think of two songs right off the bat, Come and Talk to Me and Forever My Lady. Both of those should be on this list. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jodeci hit big with those two songs. I love both of those songs. Uh, play them to death all the time. They're on my iPod, heavy rotation. Uh, but no Jodeci on the list. There's no Drew Hill on this list. Uh, again, I don't know who, who, what they were drinking when they made this list. But no Jodeci, no Drew Hill, no Charlie Wilson. There is a Gap Band song on this list, but there's no Charlie Wilson as a solo artist. Yeah. And one of the biggest shockers that the no artist on the list is the Whispers. Oh, yeah. There are yep. no Whispers on this list. So, uh, again, I, the list is a little disappointing. Uh, again, don't know who did it. But, I, you know, hey, they sent it to me, so I'll take a look at it. There are some great songs on here. Number it's 20, their opinion. Yeah, it's their opinion. Right. Uh, but as as we are talking here, we, we can probably add probably 20 more songs of this list uh, that should be on the cut. One of the tracks on here is not, comes in at number 27 is My, My, My by Johnny Gill. What is your take on that one? Give me give me your give me your your My, My, My. It's a good song. Johnny <laughs> Gill does a great job of uh, singing in his his his. He has such a high. He has such a diverse range that he he tends to remind me of Luther, you know, in part of the song. He reminds me of Luther. But it's it's a good song. Would I put him up that high in that song in particular? Probably not. But uh, it, it's, it's, it's a great song to dance to, and it's, the lyrics are on top. And, uh, yeah, it's just Johnny Gill. It's a great one. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a, let me let me give you a few here. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, one we talked about early before we came before we came live, and that is uh, a song by Prince. Okay, uh, what do you think about the the track called "Do Me, Baby"? So, so yeah, so so Prince wrote that wrote that track. I personally, I, I know Prince. Um, 
I think he did it. But I like the Melissa Morgan version of that song. Yeah, that, that Melissa Morgan did. Uh, it you can you can tell it's a Prince song. Even when people songs that Prince wrote and people sing songs that he wrote, you can tell it's a Prince song. You can and tell that it's is, a Prince that is a song. song that you can tell Prince wrote this song. Uh, it is a great song. I think I think it's an R and B classic. Yep. Uh, Melissa Morgan has a fantastic voice. She has a great range. The lyrics of that song, you sort of, you know, it's not in your face, but you know what's being talked about when she <laughs> says, do me, baby. I mean, you know what's going on. It's just yeah. explicit in your face. And that's what defines a lot of the music, you know, from our era. It was subtle. You, you, it wasn't in your face. My, my, my mama could listen to a lot of these songs. Yeah, they aren't explicit in your face, whatever. But do me, baby. You sort of know what's going on, but you know too that that is a Prince song. So I, I, I love that song. Love Melissa Morgan singing it. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those classics. And then like like you said, it was anybody can listen to it. It gives the mind a little bit of an imagination that you know. Mm, mm, mm. That's what yeah. you think. You yeah. That song. All right. Here's a. Here's a. I'm gonna give you two more. Okay. This was about 19. About 1982. By the Isley Brothers. Okay. Between the Sheets. Well. What do you think about that one? Oh man. Okay. Again, classic. It is a classic. Uh, and and we can we can go on and talk about the Isley Brothers forever, but that that song is a classic. Uh, again, heavy rotation on the on the Quiet Storm uh, R and B station have the Quiet Storm format. That song is always in heavy rotation. Again, you know what's going on in the song. It's not straight up in your face, but you know what's going <laughs> on because of what's being discussed. You know, you know, between the sheets, you know, come on. The title says it all, doesn't title it? title says it all. And you know what's going on. The fact that this <laughs> song, the, that the rhythm track of this song was sampled by the Notorious B.I.G. Right. Is homage to the staying power that that song has. I mean, it, it is a classic. I think if you um, uh, put that song on anywhere anytime the dance floor will be packed because that is a good song to dance to i think it's it's appropriate to dance to you can also just sit back and chill and listen to it and uh again is is one of my favorite isley brothers slow songs no and there are there are a lot they have a lot one of my favorite and since we're talking about the isley brothers we can segue for a bit one of my favorite isley brothers slow songs off the three plus three album Summer Breeze. That is a classic. And, and it, it is. It is a classic. And that song is defined by that guitar solo by Ernie Isley. That that right. That shut it down right there. But that is probably one of my most favorite Isley Brothers songs, Summer Breeze. You know, the the bringing up the three plus three album is that that was the first time that you actually had Ernie. Yes. Uh, playing with the Isleys. And, you know, a lot of people don't know, but uh, Ernie Isley got his his music teacher was Jimi Hendrix. Yes, absolutely. And you can tell that Jimi is throughout, you know, from three plus three on until the Isleys 
out literally. Yes. Um, Ernie's had had that influence because they kind of went more. They went from that T net. No, they went from uh, who was their. You remember who their record label was before? But this was the T neck years. This was the T neck years. Yes, these were the T neck years. And that's that's when they got funky and they got they put in a lot of uh, hardcore guitar riffs. Like who's that lady? Is all part of that? You know that type. And uh, yeah, Summer Breeze, who which they took that from. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, which was, which is a great song itself, and they just redid it and redid it in a way that uh, it took a uh, pop song made by white artists and blew up the black neighborhood with "Summer Breeze." Yeah, yeah. So let's throw you know, correct. Yeah, we we need to we need to correct a little bit. So Crosby, Stills, and Nash. It was Seals and Crofts. Seals and Cross. Seals yeah. and Cross originally did Summer Breeze, which their version of Summer Breeze is nice. I mean, there's nothing that song is nice too. But the Isley brothers put that urban, that urban groove on it and that guitar solo by Ernie to me, the the long version of that song, it that shut shut shuts it down, man. That that is a classic yeah. classic track. So and, and once again, within three seconds of the song playing. You know what it is. You know exactly what it is. <laughs> you know exactly what it is because you know that that little riff that takes place there at the beginning, it just sets it up, and then he comes in with that with the guitar, and hits hits those uh, notes. Man, yep. you know that it's it's it is something something to listen to, and it is a classic for R and B radio stations and playlists around the world. Absolutely. All right, I've got another one for you. Okay, bring it on. This is let's 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 segue into a couple of duets. How's that? Okay. All right. This was a duet that uh, was kind of short-lived, and you had two individuals that were musicians, one male, one female, and about. 1982, about the same time that Between the Sheets was out there, there was a duet with Rick James and <laughs> Tina Marie. <laughs> and the song, and you know the song that I'm going to say, I, right? I know where you're going. <laughs> Fire and Desire. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. What can you say about that song? I mean, again, we, we, over, we use the word a lot. But Fire and Desire is another classic. It is a classic. And the reason why this song went over so well was because you had the divergent natures and personalities of two artists coming together on this track. Rick James, um, you know, volatile. He's he's a free spirit. Uh, does street guy. So he's a street guy. Uh, the proto Tina Marie was his protege, uh, and they come together. Tina Marie is more mellow. Again, Tina Marie gets much love in the black community because of, of her music. She is well loved in the black community, R&B community, because of the great music she put out. But when they came together and did this song, it was like mixing oil and vinegar, you know. <laughs> but what they got out of that song is amazing. I mean, that song, it, it's 
Again, I don't know if this one. Th- this one is a good slow dance song too. I remember dancing. Oh, absolutely. This one. This yes. one is a perfect slow dance groove, and uh, just to hear them play off of each other. You know the the lyrics that Tina sings, what Rick sings, and they play off each other. I mean, classic, classic. I, this is. It's actually on my list that they sent me. It's number six on this list. And, and I, I, it, it deserves to be there. It deserves to be in the top 10. So I, I agree with with the I agree with that. But Fire and Desire is a classic, man. It, it is. Again, the word gets overused a lot, but that song stands the test of time and it will stand the test of time. OK. OK, good, good. All right. Let's listen. Let's do this. Let's go to another duet. Okay. And this is a Motown dynamic duo, male, female. Okay. Mid sixties. And all I have to say is the I'll say the the lady's name first, and you know where I'm going with it, okay? All right. Tammy. Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. There you go, brother. You got it. Wow. Um Again, a couple of songs by them on this list. Uh, You're All I Need to Get By is number nine on this list. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. That song is in the top 10. Uh, Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell, uh, one of the greatest duets of all time. And um, Tammy Terrell had a angelic voice. Marvin was a soul singer. You know, there, there, are, there are a lot of people that sing R&B, but Marvin Gaye was a soul singer. He sang, meaning he sang from his spirit uh, was in every song that he sang. And this song here um, is is again, I mean, you hate to, you hate to overuse it. But this song is a R&B gym. It is a classic. And people will probably be listening to this song 20 years from now because it has stood the test of time. And it's just one of the many duets that they did together. But when people, you know, mention Marvin Gaye, Tammy Terrell, uh, this song comes up. Uh, You also uh, get, um, I think they did It Takes Two. two. They did, that was a duet they did together. Um, It's a couple of more. Your Precious Love. Your Precious Love. Oh, uh, yeah, if yeah, this absolutely. world were mine, <laughs> I mean, I mean, clap. If I could build, if I could build my whole world yep. Yep. around you. Yep. I mean, it talks about the birds and the bees. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's. They were a great duet. Unfortunately, absolutely. you know, Tammy. There's no telling where they could have been, where they could have gone, if they would have stayed together. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. Tammy Terrell, she uh, uh had an early. Uh, she had was diagnosed with uh, cancer yeah. and died just at the height of their popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were. They set the standard uh, at the time for duets. I mean, they, nobody could touch them, and uh, again, l- left us a lot of great music that uh, that we still listen to today. So, well, uh, you know, do you know? Do you remember who was their their writer for most of those love songs, right? Oh yeah, which was another duet. But yes, was but they were a duet doing yeah. more writing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they wrote more than they sing than they would Absolutely. sing, and then later on they got into the singing part. Yes, you know they became yeah. artists themselves. Absolutely, yeah, great. I mean, Motown had a great stable of writers, producers, 
I mean, it's what, what else can you say about Motown that hasn't been said? So, um, so looking at the list, um, again, uh, Fire and Desire was number six. You're All I Need to Get By was number nine. The number two song on this list was another Marvin Gaye song, and it's Distant Lover. <laughs> yeah, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Especially the live version. The of live it. version of Distant Lover. It, again, uh, wow. What can you say about that? Uh, I, I, I agree. I, I think it. I think it's in a good spot at number two. It's a great song. Uh, number three, The Closer I Get to You by Roberta Flack and uh, Donnie Hathaway. I, I, that's a good one. Uh, number four is Fortunate by Maxwell. Uh, I like Maxwell. Uh, I think Maxwell has some other songs I think are better than Fortunate. Uh, but it's number four on the list. Another artist that's on this list is Kim. And Kim has a song on here. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Kim has that voice, which sort of reminds me of Al Jarreau. Yeah. Uh, and more, more of a jazz type singer. But Kim, I'm trying to think of the name of the song as I look at the list here. Oh, what is the name of that song? Love Calls. Love Calls Your Name. Yeah. That's a great song. It's a great song. Kim has a lot of great songs, but Love Calls is on this list and it comes in at number 68. So, um, again, good song. It probably, yeah, I, I think it's worthy of mentioning to be on the list. So number 100 on the list is a song by Tamia that she did with Quincy Jones. It's called You Put a Move on My Heart. Uh, and that was from the uh, it was from a soundtrack. Uh, and I'm trying to think what movie that was from. Uh, but it, it's a, it's a, it was from a soundtrack. I, you know, I like Tamia as well. I think one of her, I think the best wedding song ever made was her and Eric Benet, uh, Spend My Life With You. Uh, mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is a classic as well. Uh, so that's number 100 on the list. So how, how about uh, here's a, an individual that had a more of a listening song. But it was actually this song was written by I'm pretty sure it was written by Carol King, uh, Carol King. And this was a song by Aretha Franklin. And it was could be a feminist song as well. But the name of the song was that you make me feel like a natural woman. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I think that was written by Carol King. Yes. Yeah. And uh, that was one of her. You know, of course, everybody knows Aretha is the queen of soul, and by all means, she is. Yes. Another Aretha song, and I remember my parents, Yeah, you know, we talked about you know, our parents used to go play cards and so on, but they would always put on Aretha's Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> yeah. Boy, let me tell you. <laughs> And I'm a young, I'm a youngster, and all these women start singing Doctor Feelgood. Yeah. I mean, it went across like people doing the wave in the in the uh, stadiums. Yeah. All those, all the, all my parents, my mom's friends, they would all, one after the other, they all join in on Doctor Feelgood. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, Aretha, uh, again, tons of songs. I mean, uh, both those are great. I think one of the Aretha songs, uh, one, of, one of her slow jam jewels that I like is giving him something he can feel. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, in Vogue did in that. Vogue, they, in Vogue, Vogue they, copied they, they, it. Yeah, yeah. They they did a good job with that song, but it's Aretha's song, and uh, Aretha's version. I, I I like Aretha's version a lot more than the in Vogue version. So here, here's one for you. We're we're getting up to the top of the hour. Here's a song for you, and, and you, all you got to do is just let it take you. Heat wave all <laughs> forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nineteen. That's about nineteen seventy-six, maybe somewhere yes. around there. Yeah, mid seventies. Maybe yeah, yeah. Mid-70s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. because Heat Wave, you know, they were they were they were banging out hits. Absolutely. And, and they uh, came out with that, and it just kind of turned up the notch a little bit on that that heat wave album i think it was on their first album it was on the first album um and um that was that was it was awesome i mean we keep saying the term (laughs) awesome but everything that we talk about is gonna be fairly good to us because you know we grew up during this time period Right, right and we have the same influences even though that we lived on two different sides of the track right we always you know that music was what was played on wlou right and that's what bruce wiley would play right. down at uh, <laughs> wiel at night you know yeah. so yeah. those are things or classics and another reason why i particularly like the 70s song is the fact that even though they were played then we're talking 40 almost 50 years ago they're still relevant and they still can be played today and young people of today would fall in love with these songs just like we did when we were their ages absolutely absolutely um that makes that's what makes them a classic that's what makes them classics and and you mentioned i mean even though we lived on two sides of of the tracks that separated e-town we always, for the most part, we always partied together. <laughs> you know, we always ended up at the same place. If the party was on your side of town at somebody's house, we were there. You came on our side of town if you went to the hilltop or you went to the to the bomb Washington. And and we, we talked about places and events. I think it was episode maybe number four or five. We talked about places. I wonder if you remember a spot. At the end of the bottom, uh, the, the cleaners used to be there. But as you came out of the bottom, there was an old garage there. And Fred Evans basically took that garage and turned it into a club. And we had many a good dances in that garage, man. It was an old garage. And I spun in there a few times. Dr. Feelgood spun in there a few times. Uh, there was another D- DJ in town. His name was T. And he had this guy work with him named Jerome. They spun in there a few times. But everybody came to this garage, man, and hung out. I don't I don't remember that one. I may have been gone out of E-Town. I may have been in the Coast Guard already. Okay, maybe you were gone. But there, were, there was an old garage. And Fred, you know, somehow he he... You know, I don't know if he bought this garage or whatever, but he turned it into a club for people to come and hang out. And, the, you know, the big part of the garage was where people danced at and everything. And I remember that going back, one of the parties we went to, this was after a football game. We went to the garage, uh, and that's what it was called, the garage. I can't think of any other name for it. But we went to the garage, and everybody was up in there. The album that was hot at the time was It's All the Way Live by Lakeside. 
that that was that was the jam at the time. But on that album, there was a slow song, and it was called "Given Into Love." Man, that is a again, it's a classic. That that all the way live album because you've got uh, Fantastic Voyages on that album. It's all the way right. live. Something about that woman. I mean, and "Given Into Love" is on there. And that song, it, it is it is a good slow dancing song too, or you could just chill to it. But that was one of the locations that we partied at was in that garage. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I think when Lakeside came out with that Fantastic Voyage album, I was uh in the Coast Guard. So okay. I was I had I had escaped I sixty five at that time. <laughs> you were gone, okay. Yeah, I was gone. I don't remember I don't remember the garage fight there. I don't remember yeah. that at all. Yeah, it's all the way live. Um, that that was out, and uh, and and, my, and Fantastic Voyage. I think Fantastic Voyage may not have been on that album. Fantastic Voyage was on its own album. It, it, there was there was a yeah. Fantastic Voyage album, but on the All the Way Live album, there were some great songs on that album too. And I think Given in the Love was was on there, and it's it's a great slow jam. Yeah. So we're about at the top of the hour, and um, I probably think about wrapping things up, but. Want want to leave if if you had to pick one slow jam that defines your youth that you can do without, what would that be? Well, I think I said that last week. What was it? Uh, and it was "Color My World." Color My World. Chicago. Yeah, by Chicago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And there's so there's so many, <laughs> but yeah. I would I would choose "Color My World" simply because it is a worldwide phenomenon everybody loves it everybody does it it's yeah it's uh that would be it yeah it's just there's just that's a really tough question it's a great question but it's a tough question because there's so many really good slow songs uh but if i had to choose one uh that would that would be it like my my the song that our wedding song was ribbon in the sky yes with stevie wonder yes you know yeah yeah, that uh, that is that that's a great song, man. Um, you know, Stevie's got some great slow jams too, man. Got some, yeah, there's so <laughs> much out there. We could yeah. we could spend uh, 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 years just talking about music because there's so much out there, and it's an art that's always going to be always going to be there for the masses. All right, now let's flip that. Let's flip the switch. Okay, how about you? What if you? So, so I, I, there's a couple that come to be? mind. Yeah, there's a couple that come to mind that uh, that I like. One is "My Girl" by The Temptations. Again, it's one of those yeah. songs. Once you hear the the first two or three notes of that song, you know what it is. And again, it's people dance to that song now, man. You you put that song on, and the dance floor gets packed because it means so much to a lot of people. That that song was. You know the soundtrack of their youth, man, and uh, you know that that song. It's just it, it's the lyrics, the harmony between those five guys, and uh, with David Ruffin out front. I mean, it's again, it's a classic. The other is uh, if I had to pick one, and you're only giving me, you know, I took one, but I'm going to take one more. It would be Reasons by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh yeah. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. The short or the long version? 
Yeah, I go for the long version on the Gratitude album, the live version. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the one that that appeals to me. So uh, th- those are the two that stand out for me. Again, we we could say here it's it's seven o'clock Mountain Time, uh, nine o'clock for you. I mean, we could probably talk till midnight about <laughs> you know music and 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 you know what that music meant to us and and everything. I mean, it 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 defined our youth and uh, the seventies. 80s, probably two of the greatest eras of music. Uh, again, not just R&B, but as we mentioned last week, tons of groups and songs. And you, you know the stuff is good and it, and it has stood the test of time because now you hear a lot of these songs that we talked about, groups we've talked about, you hear them on commercials now. You hear them as the backdrop to commercials. Right. So a lot of these vintage tracks, they're getting new life by man in commercials and people like, hey, that's a nice song. Yeah, that song came out like 40 years ago. You know, uh, you know, and, and <laughs> some people with, you know, with Spotify and yep. and these these apps that they have on their phone that you can click a button to tell you what the song and the artist are and then you can instantly buy it. Yeah. You know, I have a Shazam. I have that Shazam app and I use it all the time. Like, oh, man, I I forgotten about that song. I hit that. It tells me what it is. And then I'll go right on to uh, iTunes and I'll download it like right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's it's something that uh, I think, you know, after we're gone, I think a lot of these songs we've talked about and the ones we didn't talk about, um, they're still going to be relevant, man, because you can listen to them. Uh, again, if you don't want to dance to them, you can listen to them. Uh, they take you back to a time when life was simple. And, uh, you know, all you had to do was, you know, we were young then. So, you know, you did your summer job or whatever. And you you went to a house party or you went to a party somewhere and you you danced to the latest songs and, and whatnot. It was simple. It was simple time. So life, life hear, was simple then. That's for sure. Simple. Yeah. When, when I hear a lot of these songs now, it transports me back. Uh, to those times, you know, being on the basketball court, uh, you know, going over to Fort Knox to the to the carnival or going down to the Hardin County Fair. And, you know, these songs are the soundtracks of our youth. And uh, so I, I have enjoyed talking about uh, them not only this week, uh, but last week we, we talked about a, a lot of groups, a lot of songs. And again, we, we could spend the next four or five hours talking about stuff. But we sure can. Uh, that's a great topic. Yes. Uh, I guess you can say this is part two this is of part our two. music of our youth. And you know, part three and part four and the others will continue on because we're going to continue to listen and uh, jam and slow dance and all those things. And this type of uh, enjoyment that music brings, you know, music is part of the heart and it brings up every emotional uh, aspects that you have. And it's amazing that you could go 30 or 40 years and not hear a song, but as soon as you hear the first few um, seconds of it, you remember every lyric and you can sing with it. It's amazing what the brain can do. It's just uh, it's an, it's an awesome things that's sitting on our shoulders, and most of the time we don't use it that much, but you know that it's there, and you know that everything that we have sensed in our life is in there someplace and some song that comes on 
As a matter of fact, we were listening, uh, Lynn and I were watching Black Klansmen this afternoon. And there's a, there's a scene where they're doing a Soul Train dance. I hadn't heard the song. I can't think of the name of the song now, but I sang nearly every lyric as that song was being played. Wow. Wow. And I, and I was singing along, and Lynn said, you know that? I go, yeah, I don't know why, but I do. Yeah, I had one of those uh, flashbacks. We were watching uh, when The Butler came out. Remember The Butler? Yes. Uh, came out with Forrest Whitaker, Oprah. The Butler came out, and there's a scene in The Butler where they're in their home, and this song comes on called Party is a Groovy Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I remember so many dances jamming to that song, and I went and checked my library, and I had a People's Choice track in my library. It was um, Do It Any Way You Want to Do It, yeah. but I didn't have that song, so I had to go out, and lo and behold, it was on iTunes. You had to buy the Butler soundtrack to get it, but I wanted that song because it took me back to it, and I'm like, man, I remember that song, man. So, again, like you say, man, it, it just takes a few lyrics or a few riffs of a guitar. It takes you back to a simple time. And I'm good with that, man, because uh, I my wife teases me about it all the time, man, but I'm old school at heart. And I'll be <laughs> old school until I leave the planet. And, and to me, old school is anything from the 70s, 80s, early 90s. Um, that to me, that was the that was some good music out there, man. And uh, fortunately, you can still get a lot of this stuff. Uh, if it's not on iTunes, you can get it through Amazon, uh, that type of, you know, avenues, whatnot. Or like you say, Spotify, Pandora. Um, but that music is still relevant. You hear it in commercials, whatnot. But it's the music of our youth, and uh, I'm damn glad that uh, we lived through it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I am too, man. This is this has been a great topic, and like you said, you can find anything out there. We're going to continue on uh, next week or the next couple of weeks. We'll be uh, moving forward and coming up with some other great topics. So uh, if you're out there and you want uh, some ideas that we should uh, come across. Drop us a line right on our Facebook page, Across Tracks, and we'll see if we can accommodate you. Absolutely. This is Episode 7, and uh, again, we appreciate you guys checking us out. And uh, again, proud to be from Across the Tracks. Mm -hmm.